Answer me this. Are you a morning person? Maybe an afternoon person? Perhaps you're a night owl. Perhaps you feel like you never really get, get moving. Well, regardless of how you would classify yourself, you deserve to have a morning routine that serves you, that sets you up for success. Now, before you, you start rolling your eyes and go, oh, I've, I've heard all about the morning routine stuff and all the things that we're all supposed to do and journal and meditate and yoga, and I just don't have time for that or I don't like it. Guess what? That is not what I'm going to tell you. Instead, I am thrilled to tell you about my annual free event coming up called Master Your Morning. And over the course of five days, 30 minutes or less each day, I'm going to teach you how to create your own unique morning routine based on two things, your unique personality type, and secondly, the realities of your home life, right? You may not have a lot of time for a morning routine, and that's what this free workshop is all about. So if you want to come join, head over to megansumrall.com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. Hey, everyone. So this, <laughs> I want to tackle something that may be a little unpopular. I am beginning to really dislike the term self-care. And I thought it's been eating away at me enough that I just wanted to dedicate an episode to this. First, I want to talk about why I've come to kind of cringe as I see this word being used everywhere. And then I want to talk to you about the difference of caring for oneself versus self-care and where I think the lines might be getting blurred a little bit. And hopefully you'll walk away with this with maybe a different way of thinking about how you categorize what self-care is, and how you're prioritizing yourself. So let's go ahead and jump in. Welcome to the Work-Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Semrel. I'm a former techie-turned-entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, and just like you, I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. All right, be honest. How many times have you been scrolling through social media and you see like a self-care Sunday or some kind of a post that someone has done out there or, you know, something with hashtag self-care. And it's like, it's one of two things. It's either this photo of somebody at this five-star resort that probably cost a gazillion dollars getting, you know, two days of spa treatments done and personal chefs and all of that, that has you kind of thinking, oh, man, I'm never going to have self-care. <laughs> or on the flip side, we see things labeled as self-care when someone is taking like a bubble bath on a Tuesday night or treating themselves to a pedicure or something like that. Now, full disclosure, I've been guilty of this. Well, not the five-star resort side, but years ago, I would think of taking a bath on a Tuesday night with self-care. So here is kind of the journey I've taken on this idea of what we're labeling as self-care and why I think it is starting to cause problems. 
This first came to me when I was training to a group of students that are going through my top program. People started to ask me, they're like, well, Megan, and they would give a scenario and say, does this count as self-care or just flat out say, so what, what is self-care? Like what activity counts? And that's when I was like, we've got a problem. (laughs) And the more we talked about it, the more, because so much, you know, there's so much emphasis out there on self-care and these big elaborate things that people were thinking the only way they were getting self-care is if they could go escape for three days at some massive resort and, you know, get pampered. So here is what I want you to think about. When we think about like the true definition of self-care, it is simply caring for yourself. And I want you to think about like a baby who's just been born, who literally cannot do anything for themselves. We have to care for them because they are not able to care for themselves. What does that mean? That means we feed them. That means we clothe them. That means when they're upset, we try and soothe them. We put them in clean diapers. We, we keep them alive. <laughs> there were days I was like, I kept her alive, winning. And I really want you to just get down to the bare essentials of what it is to care for someone. Now, turn the mirror on yourself. Caring for yourself means that you are feeding yourself. You are getting rest. If you are sad, you allow yourself to cry. If you need help, you ask for help. You clean your body. You take care of it inside and out. That is caring for yourself. So this is where I had to begin to realize that things I had done in my life many, many years ago that were normal, such as taking a bubble bath on a Tuesday night or treating myself to a pedicure once a month. When I was doing those before I had as much on my plate as I do now, meaning I was single, pretty carefree. It was me, my job, eventually a dog. That was it. I never considered those activities as above and beyond. They simply were caring for myself. The true definition of I am caring for myself. I am taking care of my body. I'm doing things that relax me. I'm doing things that are not elaborate, nothing huge about a bubble bath in my house on a Tuesday night. However, fast forward to many years later, when now I'm juggling a lot more, you know, I think anytime you throw a child in the mix, it's, it's a lot. And now the simple act of taking a bath on a Tuesday night is now being labeled as, you know, self-care, self-care in the way of doing something extra or above and beyond. Ladies, no. (sighs) I want you to think about what were the things that were just a given that you didn't have to coordinate with 20 people to make happen that you've lost in your life due to taking on roles and responsibilities, additional roles and responsibilities. And I want you to realize if those fall in the category of caring for yourself in a simple pragmatic, normal way, those should not be considered like this reward. It should not be like, woohoo, I'm going to like feel like I'm being given a gift because I'm allowed to go take a bath when this was something I always did. No, you're just caring for yourself. Now on the flip side, I want to address this whole, where we're now swinging the pendulum. We we were either labeling things that are just normally caring for ourselves as self-care And in the spirit of what people mean when they say self-care, I want to see us stop doing that. No, this is us 
prioritizing ourselves and doing things that are normal to care for ourselves and our body. Now, on the flip side, when we're looking for those above and beyond, those things that really refuel us, those extras that regenerate us, it does not require you to go spend $10,000 on a five-star resort and have private chefs and personal spa treatments and all of this. I think, and I know because I'm hearing women in my program be like, oh, well, you know, I can't afford that. I can't either. (laughs) But it doesn't mean that I can't find ways of bringing those extras, those, man, I've worked really hard and I'm going to, you know, reward myself type of self-care into our lives. And I want you to really think about what are the extras for you that you can fit into your life, but we just don't prioritize like we used to. Not the caring for yourself. I'm not talking about those. Those are things that should come back into the fold that should not be treated as extras. Okay. I want us instead to just make those normal. It is no longer an extra for me to go take a bubble bath. It's just normal. Hey, this is what I'm doing. All right. Now for those extras, I want you to think about what are things that just bring you an extra level of peace, of joy, of happiness? What are those that maybe have fallen off that you would like to prioritize and reclaim time for? It could be as simple as going out to the movies once a month, maybe by yourself, maybe with your significant other or a bestie. It could be treating yourself maybe to just a local massage once a month, You know, not a $10,000 investment. There's a lot of very affordable ways to do that. It can be free things. If you love to be outside, is there a special, maybe you could take a day trip and go on a hike somewhere. I really want us to embrace this idea of separating, caring for ourselves should not be extras or rewards versus the the extras and rewards realizing they don't need to be these huge, elaborate, expensive things. Because when we think that's the only option, this is why we continue to not do it. For me, travel is always, I love it. I adore it. But there are a million ways for me to travel that don't require thousands of dollars. There is a ton. I promise you, if you were to get on a map and look in a three-mile, three-hour driving radius from your house, there are a million amazing things you could do just for a day trip or even a one-night getaway where you could drive and go fill your cup in a way that really makes you feel fantastic. So if you are feeling frustrated or feeling like, wow, I can't have that when you see other people posting about self-care, I want you to have that gut check with yourself. And while you're doing that, I also want you to realize caring for yourself taking care of the fundamentals for your body, both inside and out, should not be a reward. This should just be a given. So I'll be curious to hear from you if you're listening, what are you going to reclaim as a given and stop treating it as a reward, hashtag self-care? And then how are you going to rethink what some of those rewards might be 
that don't require a ridiculous amount of time and or money. And go ahead and let me know. You can find me over at Instagram at Megan Sumrall. Feel free to DM me what you're going to reclaim as just part of caring for yourself and make it kind of standard operating procedure again in your life. I hope you have a fantastic week. Getting on top of all things time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.